0: What's up guys, Tanner doing back here with y'all, uh, another edition of the Lacrosse Bucket Podcast. Some big pieces of news around the lacrosse world dropping um, over the past couple of days, and obviously I'll start with this big one, just happened about 30 minutes ago. The NLL has announced that they have canceled the remainder of, of their regular season, um, in a statement, <clears throat> the commissioner, uh, commissioner Sokovic, has said that you know they're still. Uh, you know, this, this does not mean the entire season is canceled. <clears throat> uh, the regular season is canceled. Uh, they are currently um, looking at options for a post-season tournament, is what he called it. Uh, he also did an interview with. NLL Productions, Devin Caney, uh, that's on all those social platforms. You can find it on there. I think it's also posted to the website as well, where he kind of speaks on on the decision and ultimately know what they're doing now, moving forward, or what they could do. Uh, And I believe he did say in that that interview that his goal right now, uh, the NLL's goal right now, is is to crown a champion in 2020, uh, however they do that. Yeah, uh, and you know when you look at and obviously the regular season is canceled, uh. But when you look at the the prospect of a post season tournament, I think the one thing that stands out to me is, you know, first of all, when are they going to do that? Because for for one, you no, know, the big thing with the NLL is, and NHL and NBA as well, they have to have it. So if the, if, if the United States Let's say the United States gets over this thing tomorrow and everything is secured. Miraculously. Let's say that happens. Um, We hope it happens. Not likely, but let's say, for the sake of this argument, everything is better tomorrow in the United States. But in Canada, they are still having problems. The border is not going to open. And... Only essential person know, just like it is now, are gonna be able to cross. Lacrosse is it essential in your life? Is it essential in my life? Yes, but isn't is lacrosse an essential service? No, hockey is not. Basketball is not. That's not gonna happen. Okay, and this post season tournament, if and when it happens, is not gonna happen in April. It's probably not going to happen in May. Maybe the end of May, maybe the beginning of June. Hopefully, is when I would kind of expect things to start moving in the right direction. I know here in Kentucky, um, our governor, uh, Governor Andy Bashir, he said, "Believe what the, what what the state's been putting out is that Kentucky's not going to peak until, believe they said, mid-April, um, <clears throat> which it isn't. Well. Almost mid April, I think, think they said mid late April, early May is when Kentucky's gonna really peak um, with this coronavirus, and, and numerous other uh, states in the South are uh, the same way. Uh, Georgia being one of them, they have an NLL team, um, you know. And you know, one thing that <clears throat> I, I, I've seen mentioned is maybe. The NOL finds a area um, where a arena where they can play a tournament um, in a you know I think the NBA mentioned this was like basically put guys in a bubble, uh, basically clean a facility, say y'all can't leave this facility, you know you, you know you've got to stay in this facility you can't leave this facility we're gonna have a tournament here. Um, my, my broadcast, you know, broadcast it, quarantine, I, I don't know, are they going to do something like that at, let's say, uh, the track up in, um, <clears throat> up in Ontario or, uh, the, uh, Langley Events Center, I know they have an auxiliary gym, uh, auxiliary arena, um, that they, that they could possibly use as well as, um, you know, you also have the, the downtown arena there, uh, in Vancouver, um, Rogers Arena, Nate was escaping me for a second. Um, No, I I don't think they're going to be able to use that. Uh, But let's say they use the Langley Event Center. Uh, Have a a tournament there, right? Uh, You could do something of that nature. The second part of this postseason tournament, if and when it happens, is who's going to be invited? Are they going to see the teams exactly like they are now and just go with the full tournament like they like they would have if the season, if nothing would have happened and just seed teams as they are and just go with that. I don't think that's going to happen. I, I, I could see them doing a shortened tournament, maybe the top, because we know they went to three divisions now and then the seedings for the tournament is all different. So let's say they have you know, a semi, two semifinal games and then a championship series, a finals series, best of three. Um, or a or one-game. Um, who knows? Now, I, I can see a, an abbreviated playoff system over a lengthy playoff system, uh, which, we, which we've seen in the past, just like it would regularly be. Uh, so that's also something to look at for the NLL. But obviously the biggest thing is, when is it going to happen? Um, <clears throat> we know Major League Lacrosse has suspended... Uh, as pushed back their season. We know the PLL has said that they are exploring options of what they are going to do with their season. Uh, obviously, they are a bit different as they tra- are a traveling league, so you have to, uh, you're very, very different. Uh, you're bringing a lot of people into one city at one time, and so that is a factor. And you also have all these different venues across the United States that you're using. So they have, I think they probably have a bigger issue there um, on their hands than some other pro pro lacrosse leagues do. And then obviously the MSL, WLA, all the summer leagues in Canada have uh, essentially uh, pushed back their seasons. Um, If there's a league that hasn't made an announcement yet, I would expect one soon. I don't think I've seen any that haven't yet. Um, <clears throat> so, so we'll see. Um, and and then again, like, if we don't have the NLL season, I believe, I, I just looked at the numbers, just kind of glimpsed over it before hitting record here. Um, even looking back to the original National Lacrosse League, uh, back in the 70s, 74, 75, I believe is what it was. I don't think we've ever had... And even looking back to the, the was it National Lacrosse Association in sixty eight, I don't believe we've we've had a, a year where there's not been a champion crowned in uh what we think of as the modern day NLL. I know that. Look back to the Eagle Pro Box days, the M I L L, there's always been a champion crowned. When you look back at the man cup, uh um, Cup, things like that, during World War One, I, I believe there was a a time when there was uh there was maybe two three years in there where there wasn't a uh any play, and then I believe there was a couple years where the, it wasn't challenged or it wasn't played for or anything like that, um, but outside of that, it's been pretty, pretty consistent, um, and in terms of the Man Cup and the Minto Cup and all 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 those cups, um, and then obviously when you look at the NLL. Uh, you know, I mentioned that I don't think there's ever been a year since the modern league has existed that they haven't handed out a trophy and, you know, just glumps into the records here. I, I can't seem to find one. Um, so we'll see how things how things end up for the NLL and also how things end up for um, all these other summer leagues. Um, I do believe we're going to see summer lacrosse, um, but I think the thing to keep in mind is to what extent are we going to see summer lacrosse? Is it going to be an abbreviated season in June, July, and August, and in early September? Or is it going to be, which is usually what it is, uh. but maybe, I don't think we're going to see anything in early June. Maybe mid-June is when we see things pick up, um, essentially. So we'll see how things shake out. Um, But uh, overall, just lacrosse in general um, is going to be interesting to see how things are impacted. And another thing to mention, I don't think this is going to impact the NOL too much. But depending on how far back this... So let me say this note. Free agency starts August 1st. Is is I believe that's when it starts. Um, I don't think we're going to see the n l l push. If we're pushing things back to August, I, I think they're just going to cancel the season. Um, but obviously you had the trade deadline. There's obviously, you know, that was, I believe, uh, there was an interview. I cannot remember what it was. Well, Commissioner Sakevich said basically everything's been halted, so that's not in place anymore. I believe it was a few weeks ago um, when that was supposed to be. Uh, So, you know, there's a lot of things that get impacted in terms of a timeline in the NLL because of this decision um, and how far things get pushed back. I can't see the draft getting impacted because that's in October usually, October, September. So I... I have a hard, hard time seeing that get impacted. Um, free agency maybe gets impacted a bit, but I think if we're going into August, there's going to be much bigger problems um, outside of lacrosse that we're going to have to deal with as well, and I just can't see that happening at this point. Um, so obviously the NLL regular season canceled um, and they're looking for a postseason, looking at postseason playing options right now. Some other big news that we have gotten is Michael Krause at Virginia has decided to withdraw, not withdraw, but has decided to not come back uh forego that extra year of eligibility that the NCAA has handed him. Um, I've had some people ask me, you know, where do I think he fits in in terms of PLL, MLL? You know, I don't know if I can. There's a lot of guys that people ask me this all the time. Which league does this guy fit in? I don't think there's a direct answer to that. I think the the PLL rules of the shorter field and all of that do affect other players more positively than they do others. But you look at some of the top guys; they were top guys in MLL and the previous rules as well. So I don't think it's that big of a difference as some people try to make it out to be. Michael Krause, obviously, you know, a very good player. Um, he. Ended, he ends his career at Virginia with 240 points. He had played in all six games this season. He had 26 points this season, 14 goals, 12 assists. He had uh, 39 goals and 36 assists last season in leading to, helping to lead Virginia to the national title. Uh, we'll see what's what, what what's uh in store for him, in his professional career. Um, obviously he's a phys- he's he's a physical player. He gets it done. Um, around the around the goal. Um, you know he he's a physical dodger. Um, also an effective dodger and effective feeder as well. Uh, and he's he's a kind of he's a do it all type of attackman. Is is kind of what I would what I would peg him as. I was just watching some of his highlights yesterday after he made that announcement. Um, and and, I've watched him uh, multiple, multiple times throughout his career at Virginia. Um, Obviously a fun player to watch. 5'11", 195 is what he's listed as. Uh, Physical dodger, physical um, attackman, plays physical... I think that's going to translate well to the pro game. Um, I would also love to see him. You know, when when I watch him play, the one guy that kind of sticks out my mind with Michael Krause. and not not too too much, but I, I think kind of his motor is similar. Uh, Michael Krause is Garrett Thule, who played at Army. Uh, obviously, one of my favorite players to watch. Um, when he was back in college, he also played in the NLL with the Philly Wings. Had The old Philly Wings, and now the Black Wolves had a successful career there. Um, Was obviously serving uh, the United States in the military um, at the moment after playing at Army. You know, played a couple years in the MLL. Uh, It was always a fun player to watch. He was more creative with uh, the stick, and uh, you know, I think Thule was more of a. His shots were more creative, I guess. Um, Michael Kraus, you don't really see him doing many uh, behind-the-back shots and just zinging them in there. Um, but you do kind of see that motor that Krause has uh, that is similar to Thule's. Um, you know, I always, you know, uh, always described Thule as kind of a machine um, because he just did so much uh, as an attackman. Michael Krause does a lot of things as an attackman. So we'll see what is in store for him in the pro game as uh, he takes his talents to whatever league he chooses, either the MLL or the PLL. Um, He is the second senior, uh, notable senior, I I should mention, that has officially announced that he is not coming back. Um, this year. Uh the first would be Grant Ament at Penn State. Um, you know, both guys are attackmen. So I think right now when you look at any draft board, it has to go Grant Ament, and Michael Krause, because those are the only two guys we know aren't coming back. Uh there's still some things going on with the Ivy League in terms of what they are officially Going to do? We have not seen an official announcement from them yet on if they're going to allow guys to come back or not. I do know there was that uh, there was that Athletic uh, article um, mentioning that they were not going to let grad students play, um, which has been a long-held tradition. Uh, but you know, could a fifth-year undergrad player play? And, you know, that that's may be seen and and, and and all of that. Obviously, you know, there was a report that Michael Sowers had had withdrawn from school. He you know, stated he has not. Um, his words were taken out of context is actually what his uh, statement that he put on Twitter uh, last week said. Uh, so we'll see uh, what all transpires there. But obviously, Michael Krause, um, a talented player out of Virginia, uh, taking his talents to the pro game now. Uh, he will get paid for his services. As will Grant Ament. I've seen Grant Ament already do. Uh, he's on the. Rob Panel app. On the uh, iPhone. I believe it's on Android as well. Um, he's already done some shooting drills on there. Uh, so. Grant Ament already reaping the benefits of a pro lacrosse player. We'll see what's in store for Michael Krause. Some transfer news do want to mention. Uh, Ty Zanders of Inside Lacrosse has reported that freshman uh, from Yale, LSM B.J. um out of St. Mary's in Maryland has entered the transfer portal. Um, and then also, I'm not gonna, I'm not drawing to conclusions here, so please don't do that. But his brother, his younger brother, uh, has just flipped to Maryland from Yale as well. Um, cannot remember Colin Burlace is his younger brother, who has flipped from. Yale to Maryland. Uh their dad, Brian Burlase, played at Maryland. So um and Maryland has also landed uh Daniel Kelly out of Calvert Hall, a 2020 guy. Um who's a five star listed by Inside lacrosse. cross. So uh the Topes getting Bowlace. who he's a twenty-one, and then Kelly has a twenty. If they land B.J. Burlace as a transfer, be a pretty big week and a half or so for John Tillman and the Maryland Terrapins. It would be a pretty big role there for them. Obviously, Maryland is the team, if you go on any forum or any uh, message board that everyone's kind of looking at for b j Bowlace, um obviously with his dad playing there with his brother currently committed there um no other really big big news in the transfer portal um I know there was a report that Carter McCarthy um out of Princeton had entered the portal um Obviously we don't know what the Ivy Ivy League is going to do yet with that, so we'll see how that transpires um as well with him in the NCAA's transfer portal. Uh, we'll see how things go uh, from here on that front. With And I think a lot of guys were already going to enter the portal. But with the season being canceled was decided to go ahead and put it in there. Because obviously there's no season left to play. Season's over. Just uh, pushed up the timeline for a lot of these kids uh, are these players. So we'll see what happens on that front as well. That's uh, that's all for today um, I got for y'all. So uh, keep tuned on the site, lacrossebucket.com, for all your latest lacrosse news and notes. As always, you can find us on social media, at lacrossebucket on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. My personal, at Tanner underscore Demling. As always, lacrossebucket.com, where it's always lacrosse season.